Casey on 92.3 WIL. Oh, what's up, Monday? How you doing? Monday. <laughs> Monday after daylight saving time. And we lost an hour. I don't know how you're feeling this morning. I hate when you do this. <laughs> Every time. And we've had about three of these years now where daylight savings <laughs> happens. And Remy shows up on Monday and he goes, oh. <sighs> I haven't slept in days. It just feels like five o'clock right now, you know? No. Because guess what? It happened in the middle of the night two nights ago, and I didn't even notice. I woke up. I said, oh, my gosh, it's already 830. That's so crazy. That's what everybody said, yeah. I woke up, had a great night of sleep, and it was 10 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we will get through this. This, too, shall pass. Hot Country Nights was awesome on Friday night. Uh, we had... Megan Maroney and Jared Neiman. Megan Maroney and Jared Neiman. Wow, it's been so long. Uh, and that was a lot of fun. It was it was good to catch up with Jared again. I mean, I feel like he's kind of been out of the out of the scene for the last four or five years. He has been out of the scene. I don't know what he's been doing. He got engaged about two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, also, his fiance was there. She was there. And Remy had said before it all went down, he said, you know, me and Jared Neiman, we go way back. We do. And everybody rolled their eyes. Okay, sure. Jared Neiman walks into this backstage hallway and bypasses every single person in the room so that he can get to Remy. And they go in for the bro hug. And he's like, oh, my God, man, it's been so long. (laughs) And we all have eyes like half dollars wide. Yeah. And what's funny about this whole thing is like, I think he's got a really good, he's got a really good memory for that specific moment. But then he looked at you and he goes, how long have you guys been married? Right, yeah. <laughs> is that, ah. It's like, you've met my wife. Like, you know that that is not my wife. But, you know, it's just, you know, lots of, uh, lots of alcohol over the years <laughs> for Jared Neiman. We've got Sam Hunt tickets at 730 with Hunt the Lie. Uh, we've also got a concert announcement and tickets up for grabs at 8 a.m. with the big three. So be here for that. Good morning. Thank you for hanging out. Bring a Nashville. To St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Sam Hunt is sprinkling some lyrics into his new album that are storylines of his real life. Sam Hunt releasing his new album soon. It's called Outskirts. He just um, released the song Outskirts Mm -hmm. for it. And there are a few lines throughout that tell the story of his life, even though the song isn't inspired by true events, because the song tells the story about a single guy who's keeping busy in the city to keep his mind off of the relationship that he lost. And whenever he returns to the outskirts, that's when he sees the life that they could have had together if they'd stayed, you know, together. And so inspired by true events. Is that what you said? Inspired. (laughs) I said, well, it's not very, it's not his real life, but there are lines in it that are true to his life, like this one in particular. Big old yellow bucket's about to break so it's the line about the baby names and how the, they were building a house. Well, his real life, Hannah was pregnant and yeah. actually shooting down all his baby names. Even And he included that in the song, even though it didn't happen in the heartbreaking way that he alluded to. Oh, wait, hang on, sorry. If I'm content and happy and all's going well, I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily inspired to grab a guitar and write a song. That was a line that definitely came from my experience. Having a child, all my names were were shot down pretty quickly. (laughs) It almost turned into this rivalry. I thought, are you just dead set against me coming up with this name? Is that kind of how you felt whenever you guys were having babies? 
Um, not really. I was just, you know, that that had me thinking about those moments where we had the short list of like maybe two to three names, mm-hmm. and then I was okay with all of them. I don't know that I. I don't know that I. I kind of feel like that might be how it goes most of the time. Something tells me that the guy is probably chill with a lot of them. Yeah. And the mom, or at least one person in the relationship, is like, nope, 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 <laughs> nope, crossing off names left and right. I don't know how many I actually came up with on my own. I just kind of relied on her to, you know, come up with the list. And then I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, and cool. then you would just fact check it. Yeah. Leo didn't have a name for the first six hours of his life. So my family tells me. The same thing about me. Yeah. That it was just baby washhausen in the in the whatever. Yeah. We're like, we gotta come up with something. The next time the nurse comes in, we gotta have a name. <laughs> they keep on calling him. Only baby. nine months to decide. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, Sam Hunt writes this entire album from that perspective of lives that he could have lived but didn't. And then ultimately, like, you know, he was led down this path for a reason. But what if he didn't? What if he chose someone else? Or what if he chose a different city? That's how he wrote this new album. I'll post more about it to our Facebook page if you are excited to see Sam Hunt whenever he's here in July. Let us know in the comments. 923 WIL. Remy and Casey. We want to send you to the Kane Brown, Dustin Lynch, and Locast show on April 14th. And we're playing a new game called Smack That Track. I don't think we've done this before, so it's fun. You need to have the 923 WIL app. First off, if you want to play along and maybe win these tickets, you already know the app has a ton of ways where you can win concert tickets all the time. This is just one of them. And you're going to be listening on WIL for a Kane song, a Dustin Lynch song, or a low cash song to play. Yeah. And it's super easy when you're hearing that on the air or on your uh, on your app, hit up the 92.3 WIL app and just tap one button. It's smacking the track. And, and you it will, says it. You'll be entered to win. Yeah, there's a couple different spots where you can do that. Basically just says hit this button and boom, you're entered to win. Boom. It's that easy. Smack the track. And then you can be listening all day today, all day tomorrow, all day the next day. Like you could, the more you listen, the more obviously you're going to hear when the songs are played. So you'll be able to enter more times. Yeah. And if you need reference again, it's Kane Brown, Dustin Lynch, and Low Cash. Those are all the artists that will be playing on that show. So Kane Brown, Dustin Lynch, or Low Cash, if you hear any of those songs including right now, mm-hmm. head on over to the 92.3 WIL app and smack the track to enter to win. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. 38,310. That is how many people were at the Battle Hawks game yesterday. 38,000. That's yes. amazing. How many do we need to get the upper bowl? I believe the entire thing holds 66,000. However, I believe they were also not putting people on the ends, like on the end zones up in the upper bowl. It was just on the main portion of the field. So mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of room still in there. However, it's going to be a staffing issue. You know, a that staffing was, issue. Yeah, staffing issue for the dome. They don't play too many games in this league. Yeah. So the consistency of like, obviously, if you're going to work for the Cardinals, you have 162 games to play. Half of those are at home. That's consistent work. Right. This is like kind of a smattering of work here and there. So it's hard to get people to to come in and work those games. But 38,000 people in the dome, and they beat the Arlington Renegades 24 to 11. They are now three and one. And they will take on the D.C. Defenders again on Saturday, kickoff at 6. So, got to get to a Battle Hawks game if you haven't. The vibes seem 
awesome. Yeah. I wonder when they go to other cities if they're like, man, this has nothing on our hometown. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, there's I guess there's a couple other stadiums that can only hold like twelve to fifteen thousand people, but yeah, St. Louis. I kind of forget that other cities probably don't, honest, <laughs> don't goodness, have a don't dome. care as much. Well, they yeah. don't have a vacant dome. They don't have like a reason, like oh, your football team left. Like I feel like other cities probably yeah. have enough else going on that like oh, that XFL thing. Yeah, that's uh, every other Sunday. Yeah, we're out here for blood. Right. And <laughs> in many many ways. Uh, another team setting records in St. Louis City SC is the second team in MLS history to go 3-0 and at the start of the season. They beat Portland 2-1 on Saturday. Uh, this Saturday going to be crazy as City SC and the Battle Hawks will be playing downtown around the same time. So uh, it's going to be pretty crazy if you've got a, a ticket to either one of those games. Thankfully, they're, they're pretty far apart, I guess, on the map, but it's going to be chaos. City SC takes on San Jose games. Game starts at 7.30. And as if all of that wasn't enough, March Madness is up this week. Selection mm-hmm. Sunday was yesterday. Your four number one seeds are Kansas, Houston, Alabama, and Purdue. I think we're, we've are we been used to over the years seeing Houston and Kansas, but Alabama and Purdue, yeah. uh, those, are, those are kind of outliers for number one seeds. Mizzou got the seven seed. SEMO takes on Texas A&M Corpus Christi tomorrow at 6.30 in a play-in game. And uh, lots of sports stuff. Unfortunately, Team USA did get beat by Mexico 11 to 5. Mm, we'll, man. Well, spanking right there. Uh, <laughs> I think everybody thought Team USA was going to dominate this uh, World Baseball Classic. But yeah. the second game, they beat Great Britain in the first game. Second game, Mexico wins 11 to 5. So uh, lots of sports stuff. Lots of sports stuff. And we've got to come up with a bracket bet, you and I. I totally forgot that March Madness is happening and we do have to. Should we print some brackets today? Let's do it. Uh, We have until Thursday to come up with something. Sounds good. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. The Oscars were on last night. And the best news is everybody was on their best behavior and nobody was physically assaulted. (laughs) That's good. Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel hosted, so you know he had to make some jokes about that. If anyone in this theater commits an act of violence at any point during the show, you will be awarded the Oscar for Best Actor (laughs) and permitted to give a 19-minute long speech. If anything unpredictable or violent happens during the ceremony, just do what you did last year. Nothing. (laughs) Sit there and do absolutely nothing. I thought he had a fun way to address the elephant in the room without, you know, really getting into it. He kept everybody laughing. It's the best way to go about it. I watched the whole thing. I watched the whole, like, monologue in the beginning. Mm -hmm. It's always fun to see him make fun of celebrities and stuff. And he was pretty soft. I'm not going to lie. He was pretty soft. Just well, yeah, was, I feel like after last year, they're on eggshells. I know. You can't really go hard on, on you know actors and actresses and make fun of them and whatnot. But it was still funny. It was still he funny. He also made a dig at the weight loss trend that a lot of the celebrities yes. uh, are, participate in with that diabetic drug, yeah. Ozempic, which I thought was a good dig. Everybody looks so great. When I look around this room, I can't help but wonder, is Ozempic right for me? <laughs> <laughs> but for me, I feel like the highlight of the entire night was seeing Halle Bailey and Melissa McCarthy take the stage and present the trailer for the new Disney live animation film for The Little Mermaid that yeah. they're starring in. I mean, oh my gosh. He's a human. You're a mermaid. That doesn't make us enemies. 
dad. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited for that. If I'm being honest, I didn't know a lot of the other movies that they were talking about on the Oscars, so That's I didn't care. Pretty typical. Uh, it was atypical to see, like, Top Gun and Avatar. Yeah. You know, two big blockbuster movies in the nominees for Best Picture, but everything... Everywhere, all at once, won seven out of the 11 Oscars that it was up for, mm-hmm. which is huge. I've heard so many good things about this film, and I'm going to watch it. I just haven't yet. Uh, but yeah, lots of... Lot, I, um, what's her name? Who? Actress. In that movie? Yes. Michelle Yeoh? Yes. I'm, I'm blanking on her name right now, but yeah. Brendan Fraser also did really well. Yeah, he won for The Whale. Yep. There's just a lot of great moments, I think, this year at the Oscars. But I'm, I'm definitely going to watch everything uh, everywhere all at once for sure. I think that they might have known. I think some of the actors and actresses may have known that that film was going to almost sweep the awards. Because yeah. Tom Cruise didn't even show up. Like, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick was a huge release. Took 2022 by storm. And the guy didn't even care to come to the Oscars. James Cameron didn't wasn't there either. Exactly. And there's a lot of talk that he wasn't there because he was a nominator for Best Director or whatever. Mm. And he's, uh, he's a little full of himself. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, that's who I was thinking of. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. Uh, I think this was her first Oscar ever. Wow. Yeah. Crazy, huh? It is crazy. Either way... I will post some of the highlights to our Facebook page so you can stay up to date there at 92.3 WIL. Real news is lame. This is unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Casey, have you ever uh, been talking with a friend or a family member and just had the dumbest conversation and wondered how it could get any dumber? Like, I feel like the intelligence level of the world is going down. Have you ever thought that ever? (laughs) No. Like, how do you, you've never thought that? Like, I'm having a conversation with someone that doesn't know X, Y, or Z. Like, how do you not know that? I think that a lot with my fiance, (laughs) if I'm being honest. Maybe he's contributing to this study. It seems like a lot of people are getting dumber than they used to be. A new study found that America's collective IQ may have dropped for the first time in almost a century. Now, this is weird because normally the IQ goes up. It's called the Flynn effect. In the last 90 years, they've increased an average of about three points per decade. So every decade, we're getting a little smarter. Sure. Until now. Until now. where Since since 2006, it seemed to be at a stalemate. It seems to be at a plateau. And we might even be going down from here. You know what really happened in 2006? Social media. Uh, Yeah. That's the only thing I can really attribute it to, even though I don't know that that would make you necessarily dumber. Like, I I do have to say, I feel like I have the most knowledge because of because I'm living in a digital age, because anything I need to know is at my fingertips in a minute. What does IQ stand for? Intelligence uh, questionnaire. So <laughs> There you go. But that's the thing is I'm, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I'm trying to illustrate the point that I think where... If you don't know something, you just go to Google and type it in, which is fine. It's intelligence quotient, by the way. You go into Google, then you purge it. It's gone. Like you're not mm. actually figuring anything you out only need for to yourself know it for a minute. Exactly. And I don't know how many times over this weekend where you know we were looking up random things. We, me and my buddy, were in the car for four hours on our way to and from Indianapolis, 
And any question that came up was like, oh, just look that up. Just look that up. What's that? Just look that up. Right. And then you know it for a second, but you don't need yeah. to know it any longer because if you ever come across it again, you can just look it up. Exactly. The biggest change they saw was in kids. They found a slight dip in IQs across all age groups, even adults, though. Uh, that includes being worse at problem-solving math skills and verbal reasoning. They also attributed some of this to the educational system. And uh, the main issue was the social media internet aspect of this, mm. which you think having that at our fingertips, we would be smarter. But really, it's just that we're more reliant on it. Exactly. Exactly. That, that's my theory, at least. Hmm. They didn't actually put that in the study, but I'm thinking there's another there's another uh, theory about pollution or changes in diet, you know, things like that. Like we're eating not as good foods as we used to. Yeah. Although I don't know some of the some of the foods you hear about like the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Like, how do they get away right. with? How do they get away with that kind of food? Uh, you can check out the story and the study and all that. It's on the Facebook page. I posted it up there. But if you think we're getting dumber, is it getting dumber or just evolution? You know, <laughs> going the wrong way. Purging the evolution. info we don't need anymore. <laughs> Remy and Casey. All this week at 7.30, we have Sam Hunt tickets, and we're going to be playing a game called Hunt the Lie. Oh, yeah. It's basically two truths and a lie, which is always fun. We'll give you three things. you got to tell us which one is the lie. Wow. And you've, you've done this. I don't know the questions or the answers, so I'm excited to kind of play along. It'll be interesting to see what you what you come up with here. Okay. I've done extensive research on Sam Hunt over the past 24 hours. Uh, I've gone back through police reports and a whole bunch of stuff. So police here we go. Reports. Here we go. Spot the lie. If you can do that at 314-954-9230, you'll get these Sam Hunt tickets. Are you ready? Number one, the song Cop Car is based on a true story. Number two, he once received a horse for Christmas. Number three, he doesn't like to publicize this collection, but he has a huge collection of airline barf bags. He travels so much, and he just randomly started collecting them one day. So he's got a whole collection of barf bags. Spot the lie. Interesting how question number or prompt number two and number three have such different like amounts of detail. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'll say. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm going to mess with you this week. 314-954-9230. Spot the lie. Which one is it? Paul Nichols. You say Paul? Yeah. Paul, or all this week yep. we're playing Hunt the Lie for Sam Hunt tickets. Here you go. The song Cop Car is based on a true story. Sam Hunt once received a horse for Christmas, and he doesn't like to publicize it, but he's got a huge collection of airline barf bags because he's traveled so much, he randomly started collecting them. Which one is the lie, Paul? Are you there? I'm here. Uh, number three. Yeah! I don't know who has a collection of barf bags, but that would be I an interesting does. collection. <laughs> so Cop Car, Sam co-wrote uh, the song with Keith Urban called Cop Car. draws inspiration from a true story about him and Hannah sneaking into a small airport. Although they didn't get caught by the police, they never uh, arrested. They never actually arrested the couple for it, but they mm, did get... Uh, yeah. They did uh, use inspiration for the song. And he did receive a horse for Christmas. Sam, during his youth, received a Mustang horse as a Christmas gift. He named it Comanche and rode it a lot during those times. Very so, cool. Uh, there you go. Paul, you're our big winner today. Congratulations. You got Sam Hunt tickets. Awesome. Remy and Casey. All right. We've got to get to the big three this morning. Very excited about this. 
I forgot the I don't have the game wheel up. It's it's the worst Monday of all time. Oh my gosh, we are we're really feeling the Mondays. Okay, well then. You can just tell me what game we're going to play today. So we've got Jessica in Warrington on the phone. She's going to be hanging out uh, and playing along with you. So as she plays along, we'll be keep, I'll be keeping track over here. And you can also phone her if you want. You can, you can ask her if you don't know the answer. I'll phone a friend. Jessica, be on I do have on it. call. I do have it now. Spin the wheel, Casey. Finally. <laughs> I, gotta, I wheeled the game wheel back in here. <laughs> All right. Today we are playing the game Famous Oscars. The Oscars were last night. Let's celebrate with one of the most underrated names in the world. Are you ready? Mm, no. <laughs> At least you got half of it right I already. Guess. Okay. Number one. For millions of young kids, this Oscar is the first character in the world to let you know that it's okay to be a pessimist and love trash. You might be on your way to where the air is sweet, but he loves the stench of garbage. Name this Oscar. This one was pretty easy, but I don't know that he has like a name outside of Oscar. It's just the Oscar that sits in the trash can on Sesame Street. He's got a full name. That's what I'm saying. His name is Oscar that sits in the trash can on Sesame Street. Uh, I don't know. Oh, man. I don't know, but I also don't know that I care to ask her for help on this one. I'll go ahead and phone a friend anyway. Jessica, do, what's the, do you know his name? Oscar the Grouch. Oscar there the Grouch. There she go. I'm glad I asked. Okay. <laughs> All right. Final answer, Oscar the Grouch. Number two, this Oscar was a German immigrant living in Detroit who started his own sausage making shop in 1883. Obviously, Oscar Mayer Wiener. Nowadays, his meat product line is more famous than he is. Uh, the company drives around the the country in the most in its most famous product. Name that Oscar. Or is it just Oscar Mayer? Like, does the term Wiener come from like his name, <laughs> or is that just a part of the brand? I don't know. Oscar Mayer Wiener. Okay. Final answer? Yep. All right. Here we go. Number three. This Oscar may be the second most celebrated Oscar on the red carpet, though some may argue he will be the first. He is a household name in the fashion in a fashion elite world for his elegant and diverse evening wear and red carpet gowns. Even the biggest celebrities compete for the distinction of wearing them. Name this Oscar. Oscar de la Renta. Okay. All right, Jessica, let's get you back on the phone here. How many out of three do you think Casey got right today? Oh, God. Well, I know she got the first one right. So I'm pretty confident in the other two. I guess we're going to go three. Oh, three. She's got that faith. Yeah. There aren't a ton of famous Oscars in there's the world. There's really not. <laughs> As I'm going through all this, I'm like, ah, I don't know if there's a ton of Oscars here. But uh, yeah, Oscar Meyer, not Wiener. His oh, last name was Oscar not Wiener. Yeah, okay, Meyer. well, that's good to know. That would have been a fun fact, though. And uh, also Oscar the Grouch. You were just going to get half a point, but thanks to Jessica, you got that full point. And Jessica, you're going to see Darius Rucker. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Kelsey Ballerini has a new biggest fan, and it's a pretty cute boy and a pogue. All weekend long, I kept coming across video and video and picture and another video of Kelsey Ballerini concerts where her new boyfriend, Chase Stokes, also known as John B. from Netflix hit Outer Banks. That's right. 
was out in the crowd, standing in the crowd, standing at the soundboard in front of house, standing side stage. Like he was literally at every single show she must have had in the last week and was somewhere in the building yeah. and was acting a fool, dancing, singing, quite literally dancing as if no one was watching. Yeah. And you can tell that he understands that people, that they have cameras on him, fans are taking videos, but he doesn't care and he's singing every word back to her. He's dancing along in the crowd. He's fist pumping in the air. He's taking pictures of fans that are around him. And he really got everybody's attention. They're in the super honeymoon phase right now. Super honeymoon I'm phase. I'm so proud of you. You go up on stage every night. Super proud. So hot. She's also kind of playing into the initial rumors that their relationship was just a PR stunt to promote his new season of Outer Banks and her new album. And a lot of people were saying, hmm. We think you guys are just hanging out just to get some attention, just yeah. to get some new streams. And she posted a photo of them with the caption. I don't know. They look kind of staged. It's uh, it's friends with benefits, but the benefits are financial benefits. The benefits, it's all a business relationship. Yeah. I at first was skeptical too. I was kind of like, ah, this is a little too convenient. Yeah? yeah. 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 And it still kind of feels that way. But after seeing all these clips of him in the crowd, totally being a supporter and a fan himself like actually looking like he's fangirling like this is an artist that he's been waiting a long time to see on stage yeah i i think i ship do you know where he grew up did he grow up in la like yeah california? i think he's a californian i feel like a lot of californians always have this fascination with people that grew up in the midwest or in tennessee yes. or whatever so she's probably very wholesome to him very real yeah as opposed to all the californian like fakeness that goes on so of course oh, yeah. he's enamored right now and I really hope that it does work out I think they're I think they'd be a great couple I'm sure she feels that way too because as of like three years ago this guy he was a nobody who yeah. just like totally took this scene by storm he's like Netflix's it boy right now so yeah and she went up on stage over the weekend with a sock attached to her dress yeah like she had been running around during a, a <laughs> costume change and it just like picked up along with her dress and she just the most authentic way possible she's like i feel like sully from monsters inc on stage and it was just like it was one of those moments where you're like oh, okay that's endearing she so. is so she has a lot of those moments I've, I've seen a lot of tiktoks like the one where she walks out she has a quick costume change she comes out and she starts singing in the crowds like stop stop <laughs> your zipper's down. <laughs> and she stops the song and she's like, oh, not me with my zipper down singing heart first. Yeah, right. Funny videos. I posted them to our Facebook page and our Instagram story. Find them there at 92.3 W-I-L. Remy and Casey. What's a snack you feel like you made up? Tell me the story about what happened over the weekend with you, Casey. Over the weekend, a gingerbread man goes to the grocery store. He comes back from Schnucks and he opens up a fruit roll up. We all know what they are. Yeah. He takes some vanilla ice cream, scoops it out, pop right into the middle of the fruit roll-up, wraps it up like a little present. And because the ice cream is so cold and the fruit roll-up is like um, that like- Straight fruit, sugar. Fruit snack material. Yeah. It makes the fruit roll-up freeze around it. So it becomes like a little fruity dilly bar situation. <laughs> and he hands it to me and he goes, try this. And it was so- Good. Like we kept, I kept thinking about it all weekend long. I thought yeah. this is going to be the snack that keeps me from getting into wedding shape because <laughs> I'm not going to be able to stop eating it for the next year. That's how good it is. And I don't think he thought of this himself. Like I think he saw the video somewhere online, but either way, it feels very much like something we just kind of made up on the spot. Yeah. Uh, what flavor of fruit roll up did you use? Uh, I don't know. It was red. <laughs> 
tie-dyed, I don't know, right. regular colored for roll-up. So you take it and you wrap it around. It turns into like a crunchy thing like on it's the outside. It's crunchy on the outside, but it's still ice cream on the inside. I'd be willing to try this. I feel like it has some sort of like a dreamsicle. It's so good. Fruity and like That creamy. is what it tastes like. You know when you go to Sonic and or like a Dairy Queen and you ask for a slushie with the ice cream in the middle? Yeah. That's what that was. Okay. All right. I'd be willing to give that a try. I feel like I've made up a snack in my time. It's Cheetos and ketchup. Ew. <laughs> I don't know. I what? Think, I think what happened when I was younger, my, I don't know, we were eating cheeseburgers or something and one of the chips or whatever that we could uh, eat was Cheetos. It was right there. And it landed in some ketchup and I was like, mm, I'll try it. And it was really good. So sometimes I'll just sit around and eat Cheetos and ketchup. Uh, yeah. See, I don't, I can't get with that, I don't think. Really? You got to try it. I say that, but I grew up with like ketchup sandwiches, <laughs> ketchup on bread, <laughs> you know? You're one of those kids that really loves ketchup. I think I was a really weird ketchup kid. My uh, my kids would do the whole like, we would like some ketchup and they'd have fries on their plate. They just dip their finger in and then just lick the ketchup yeah, straight. Kids, kids and ketchup are so weird. <laughs> What's so are a, you apparently. Apparently. What's a snack you feel like you made up? You can let us know on the text line 314-699-4766. Shoot us a text. Let us know. We want to try your weird snack. Got a text message from the 314 that says lettuce, mayo, and peanut butter sandwiches are the best. That is weird. I'm cool with lettuce and mayo and maybe bacon and tomato for a BLT, but I don't know about peanut butter on there. And she says some people in my family add pickles. Ew. Uh, <laughs> gross. It's the, it's the mayo and the peanut butter for me. I can't. Yeah, that's just, I, th I feel like that's one of those sandwiches that get you through the month. Like, we're at the end of the month. We gotta make we just it gotta to throw what we've got together. Gotta make it to payday. Uh, Gloria also uses peanut butter on the text line. She says I discovered uh, putting peanut butter on a Pop-Tart. It's actually really good. I've heard mm. butter on a Pop-Tart. Yeah, peanut butter on a certain flavor Pop-Tart. My mom puts peanut butter on grapes, which I think people think is weird. Oh, that is kind of weird. Yeah. Peanut butter on apples. Normal? Normal. Normal. Uh, my wife texted and she said, I know it's not a snack, but you should tell everybody that we put sour cream on our spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. Really? That's kind of off to me. I don't, I don't know why I had this idea at one point in my life, but I was like, I'm just going to throw a little dollop of, of uh, sour cream. And do you mix cream. it in? Uh, no, I, I kind of like will will dip. Oh, it stays dolloped. Yeah. No, that's so weird. <laughs> I don't like that. Let us know if you've got a snack or I don't know. I guess this is turning into like a weird food concoction uh, talk. 314-699-4766. That is our text line. Or you can always hit us up on the Facebook page as well. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes. Brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Schedule your AC system check now. Visit aircomfortservice.com. Today, we say thank you to Sarah Barbo of St. Louis. Sarah is an RN at St. Luke's Hospital. She has a heart of gold and puts all uh, puts her all into everything she does, no matter what. Sarah has received multiple Daisy Awards for her outstanding job as a nurse. And if there was an award for friendships, she'd most definitely have one of those as well. She is just a phenomenal person to be around. She was nominated by Ashley Bugs. If you have someone to nominate as a hometown hero, do so at 923WIL.com. They sent a request song. It's Luke Bryan. All my friends say. 93 WIL New Country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey, and we made it through this Monday. Uh, Today was extra Monday-ish. I felt like <laughs> it took a minute to uh, shake the rust off. Yeah, and I'm telling you, it's daylight saving time. That's what it is. No.
no. You say this every year, and I think it's kind of a cop out. Man, I don't know. I went to Indiana over the weekend. And That's so probably the problem. We lost an hour going there, and then while we were there, we lost another hour. So it was, uh, it was like we entered the matrix in Indiana uh, over the weekend. Uh, we talked about some weird stuff today. We talked about the uh, the weird concoctions that your fiance has come up with, or mm-hmm. at least saw, and you guys tried the fruit roll up ice cream thing. Fruit roll up stuffed with ice cream. It's so good. It's so, it's it's odd. Um, and we had some people reach out and say, uh, Gloria said that she puts peanut butter on Pop-Tarts. She thinks she invented that snack. And I said, which, which flavor? Which Pop-Tart? flavor? Because you can't just go putting peanut butter on any Pop-Tart. She said strawberry. I don't love it. I guess it would kind of be like peanut butter and jelly, yeah. but with like strawberry jam. That might be That's uh, a good point. Okay. That might be pretty good. Um, and then another person said from the 314, she said she dips her pretzels in cream cheese. I don't think that's weird. I don't think it's weird either. Yeah. I think it's actually, I might go try that. Get some like, uh, what is that? You know what I've been doing lately? This is kind of weird. Maybe it's not. I dip my pretzels in honey. Oh, yeah. That That's a little odd. Maybe a little bit. It's good. <laughs> honey, what what is the, they, there's a flavor of honey something pretzel. No, I don't know. Honey barbecue pretzel? I don't know. <laughs> if you've got a weird concoction, maybe a snack that you feel like you've made up, let us know on the Facebook page or on the text line, 314-699-4766. If you missed anything from the show, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast, and we will see you tomorrow for a Tuesday. Goodbye. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Instagram at 92.3 W-I-L.